From the Library of Maria Menounos, this is Book Circle Online, featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. Hi, everybody. This is another episode of Book Circle Online. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I'm here today with Courtney Robertson. Most of us will recognize Courtney from season 16 of The Bachelor. She just wrote a book called I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, and it just hit the bestseller list. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just that's found exciting. out my birthday was this weekend, and I got the news right before. And oh, it's a great gift. Oh, it was the best gift I've ever had. I was like, <laughs> this is so exciting. Oh, my God. So reading the book, I was really surprised that you didn't hold back anything. <laughs> it seems like it was all on the table. Was that difficult to write? Definitely. I really, when I was like, should I do this? Should I write a book? And if I do, I'm like, I'm really going to just put it all out there. I don't want to hold back. Like, I want to just do it. And it was terrifying. I was like, should I do this or not? And yeah. decided to do it and just really go for it. But I actually did keep a lot of secrets. Oh, really? And I did, yeah. Like, like if it didn't pertain to, like, me finding love or, like, people that I've dated in the past, yeah. I just didn't put it in like I could have probably put a lot more in there but oh man I've got a lot of stories to choose from were this the stuff you did not include mainly about like your life or the show um some about the show and like after the show there was just so much that happened after the show that I really had to be selective to kind of you know keep it tight and nice and just pick like the best stories but there was so much that happened and before the show like dating celebrities and some stories weren't mine to share so I just kind of you know it wasn't. I didn't want to write this to like hurt people. I, no, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't my story to tell, I didn't. <laughs> if it didn't pertain to me, I just kind of right stayed away from it. And I was surprised though, like how many like details about the Bachelor, the show you were able to tell. I know you, you did sign an NDA. Was there like ever discussion with them? <laughs> well, that's a tricky question. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to keep some secrets, but it was definitely a lot of work and um, stressful at times. So. Yeah. did it for the fans though I really wanted to yeah. give people I mean they watch you know for 12 weeks or we're in your living room for yeah, two invested. hours they're invested and I just thought you know what like there's so much they don't know why like just do it for them you know just really go for it yeah it's, I'm surprised it hasn't been done though before yeah, there's been other books by Bachelor alumni but never about the show right yeah, like I think there's been a couple books about like what life is like after, and I was like, I want to tell people what it's like being on the show. What they want to hear. Yeah, the inside scoop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was surprising to hear about like how little time everybody had with, it was Ben, I guess your season, yeah. and with Ben. Yeah. Like how many times do you think you saw Ben throughout like the course of the filming? Well, I was gone for two and a half months, so I'd say probably, I mean... And we had probably like four all day dates. Wow. Maybe five. But those are pretty quick. You know, I know they seem long, but yeah. the filming is actually pretty quick. Um, so four times like solo with him and then little cocktail parties and little group dates. Yes. And then a proposal. And then like the fantasy suite, which is that was the time. And for me, I like made the most of my time. Like Chris Harrison was like, use your time wisely. <laughs> like I really tried to live by that. And like I went, we did skinny dipping. And yeah. that for me was like, that was a make or break. I was like, I, I got to talk to him off camera because up in other than like the fantasy suite, you don't get to talk without anyone listening. So oh, the, wow. the skinny dipping thing was a turning point because we got to talk without any audio and he kind of told me how he felt about me. And I was like, okay, so I that's should... a smart move then. Yeah. I broke the rules a little bit. It pays to break the rules. Yeah, I mean, and I had fun out there. 
So, you, I mean, you weren't, like, the most liked person in your season. It's safe to say the villain. Although they I was surprised. Yeah, they did, right? <laughs> I was surprised that people weren't more impressed, though, that you were taking a very active stance. Whereas most of the girls are sitting back, like, waiting to get noticed. Chatting you had a strategy. Yeah. yeah. I would think that dates, they would appreciate that. I was that. shocked. I was like, these girls, like, I would be on group dates and they would be talking to each other the whole time and I'm like there's this man here who we're on a date with like yeah the show's called The Bachelor yeah like make a move like I was so surprised that like how little game like they, the girls didn't have much game yeah. it was like make a move and I was like they're making this easy for me yeah you had great game you had a great initiative I was just <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish that's that- what I was there for <laughs> I was surprised that viewers didn't like appreciate that I mean some did I was very it was like some people loved me some people hated me some loved right. to hate me and that's why I was like you know I just want to give people the inside scoop because there was a lot that wasn't shown yeah. and I get to, I got to talk about that in the book and what it's like living in the house with 24 girls that are dating the man that you're falling in love with. Yeah. It was, it was like a nightmare. (laughs) I mean, spending so much time together, whether or not you're competing with like love or not is like my worst nightmare. 24 seven. Yes. You can't leave. Well, it's Um, hard enough out there as it is. The competition (laughs) in LA is so fierce. I agree. I mean. Um, speaking of the house with the girls, what did you do during the day? Cause there's no TVs, there's no cell phones, there's no, was there books? No books, no magazines, no news. I remember I came home and I was like flipping through like an Us Weekly and I was like to my sister like, oh, Jessica Simpson got big again. And she's like, Courtney, (laughs) she's like pregnant. She's due any day. And I'm like, oh my God, like how did I miss that? You know? Oh my God. So, but I just was so cut off from the So how did you spend the days? Um, like filming, doing interviews and talking about what it's like. Oh, he's on a date with KCB. Like... What do you think that he's doing? Or oh, um, so they be like giving that like, and then prompt. like a date card comes, and yeah, it's like oh my god, or just painting her nails. And th- there were some down days, like very few, but on the down days, it'd be like we could go out to the beach, or you know, you can't really leave the hotel. Like you can't like you'll, you're in these great places, and you can't explore them. Explore unless you're on a date. And like I didn't have. I, you know, I mean, the, the, the group dates are amazing though. Like in Panama, we like went to a tribe and like, they're like once in a lifetime opportunities. But yeah. You don't really get to do like what you would do if you were in totally. your like next level, like at a Mayan temple. <laughs> oh my God. So as we talked about, I mean, obviously in the book, it's confessions of a reality show villain. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you were cast to like play that role of the villain when they're like making the makeup of the scene? I do. Looking looking back, and I've talked to people, and really, I've, yeah, I think that they knew from day one. Oh, and I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't know until day one of it airing. And I, when I was watching, and I was in love, and we were happily engaged, and right. my, I had my friends over for a viewing party, and I knew instantly when when they showed my package, like me and my home, you know, like Based riding on my what bike. they picked about you. Yeah, like from, you know, hours of interviewing to what they actually showed. It was like, I'm a model, I'm competitive, I want a big diamond. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm I'm officially going to be the wow. villain. So it wasn't until the first episode aired that you realized it. Yeah, and like, people had said, like, Ben even said to me, like, it's not going to be good for you. Like, they had warned him. They really? They warning him. And I was like, well, I don't think it's that bad. Like, these girls have been pretty nasty to me. Like, yeah. I had no clue. So. Wow. I knew I had said some sassy things. Like, I said some not nice yeah. things. But 
Everybody was. It sounded like some like jokes that didn't like play that well, but exactly. it's, everyone makes bad jokes. I know, if people I, have watched these shows before with me, <laughs> yeah, like, like Blakely, like perfect example. Like who knew strippers could play baseball? Like you know, it was a little mean, but half of that was a compliment. I said she was a great <laughs> baseball player, <laughs> but also like spending that much time with people, like you're gonna want like take digs on them, and that's not yeah. that big a deal. Well, it felt <laughs> very much like you know drama all the time and living in a house with all these women and I live alone yeah. and just like the to living together and like being on top of each other and and then you throw in the love element and I just I really did try to make friends like with all of them but it just got to a point where I was like some of these girls hate me yeah and I just can't like kiss ass <laughs> can I say that here yeah we're online <laughs> you know, it's I, fine. Just, like, I can't fake it and you know I just can't so yeah and I, I thought it was interesting that you were saying that from like day one you could have had like the target on your back I felt that way so I, I would think that most people were there to like yes fall in love but like who he falls in love with isn't based on like how much you get along or not it's like why well, and I know, and it was like such a, they made it like the whole show, like, you know, we'd be on dates and it would be like, how are you getting along with the girls in the house? And I keep hearing things. And it was like, even looking back, that's like such a horrible way to fall in love with someone. You're on a date with them and they're like, how are you getting along with the other girls that I'm dating? Yeah. And making out with in front of you. It's like, and it was so frustrating because I'm like, I'm just trying to get to know you. And yeah, this is like a very unnatural situation. And obviously I didn't handle it the best that I could have. Right. But you do the best you can. At the, at the time. Yeah. And part of me, like, I almost laughed a few times. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I've never gone through so much for one man. And, right. But ultimately, we were happy for a moment in time. Do you think that's perhaps like Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I, I, you're falling in love with your cat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I did. I came back and I remember I felt it took a while to get used to being able to call your family and have your cell phone back. And like, I remember. Yeah. An interview I did, and the headline, it was like, oh, Courtney felt brainwashed. And I was just saying, it's not like a negative t- thing. It's like, I took me a while to get back to normal. Yeah. I was like out to lunch with my friend who worked on the show. And I was like, can I go to the bathroom? And she was like, Courtney, you don't have to ask me that anymore. Oh, weird. Like, because you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're just so, um, you know, it's like yeah. a system. Did it feel fast? Like you were saying that like you maybe hung out four times solo. Did it feel yeah. fast at the time that you got engaged? And then after four dates, I you know I felt so comfortable with him. Like oh, really? he was the one person that made me feel better throughout the whole. Because oh, that's wow. why I was who I was there for. Yeah. So when I'd see him, it'd be like mm, all this time, like you know, thinking about him, and I can't wait to see him. So then you'd see him, and we had this chemistry, and he was the only thing that made me feel good on oh, the that's show. Interesting. So I don't know. I know I've thought about that, and it's like you know, maybe that's part of it. You know, you don't, you wouldn't think about it, but it's like, yeah. he was that, what the reason I was there. Wow. Um, because yeah. that was fast, like the engagement. And then yeah. also a shock to read. I think you said from November to March when it, the finale aired, you saw each other five times. Yeah. That's but, wild. But like for a lot of time. So like <laughs> you go from like not seeing each other a yeah. lot to like, Three day, three nights, hold up in a place where you can't leave. Locked up again. Locked up again, and like you, you know, it was, it was fun. That was the best time in our relationship. Really, before it got really crazy. I mean, we were definitely like learning a lot about each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> I can't. I know that in the book you said you did the show like to find love, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't seem like you had a problem like meeting guys and and beforehand. So like, was there another reason? Like, why else did you? 
Well, you know, I saw him, I saw Ben on Ashley's season yeah. and I had a crush on him. I was like, he's cute. You know, when you watch TV oh, and you see. see someone and you're attracted to them, that's really why I did. If it was anyone else, I wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have dawned on you. It wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Like I even said to them, like, I can't do this. Like right before I left for the show. And then I remember they called me and they said, it's going to be Ben. Because they had asked me in the original casting, like, who do you want it to be? Oh. And I said, Ben. And they hadn't announced it yet. So they actually ended up telling me, it is going to be him. And I was like, okay. They're like, you owe it to yourself to just go meet him. If you don't like him, you can leave night one. And then and I got And that person got a raise. She's like, I got the villain. I know. We got <laughs> her in there. And then I saw him and I was like, I want him. I like instantly... Really? Really liked him. Since the track record for The Bachelor is not great of couples who last, why do you think people still keep doing the show? Because for me, like, if it's The Biggest Loser and no one's losing weight, no one's going to do the show. Right. <laughs> well, that makes sense. And I think, you know, I think that it is working for some people. I do think that it can work for the right couple. Really? I do. I mean, like, you know, Des and Chris are engaged and, um, was it Sean and Catherine got married and yeah. Ashley and JP have a baby on the way, but... I just, I don't know. I think people like the love aspect and the, wow. you know, it's hard out there. Like you said, like, I, I don't have a hard time meeting guys, but it's hard yeah. in LA, you know? And it was like, you know, it's like everyone's on Tinder and Match.com. Like, yeah. it's not that different. I mean, you're just doing it in front of America. Totally. I just think that, is that a problem that the show is trying to address? That, like, the couples don't last? I think that they do everything that they can to, like, you know, bring you together. And then once it's over, it's kind of your job wow. to, you know, it's not like they're really in- interfering in the relationship. Yeah. I mean, they want everyone to to do well. And, of like, course. they want their happy couples to stay happy. Yeah. And for, the, like, the sake of the show, like, yeah. the better they do, the better the show does. Yeah. Exactly. I just wonder if they're trying to, like, tweak the format to say, like, how can we, like, make sure they like each other? Well, enough? I think, I mean, for my season, like onward i think that there's definitely been more of a like you know the person that they pick it's been a little bit more sweet which i wish i would have had that edit but i don't think it would have changed the outcome to be honest with you oh really i don't i don't think we kind of got over the show and we really got to know each other in real life and decided like we weren't a match like forever like close but not for forever (laughs) oh wow (laughs) not like let's get married and do this it was there was just too many differences oh man so i think it's like if you get the you know, and it's, it's, the odds are good. Like yeah. one person, 25 people to choose from. The odds are actually in your favor. Forever yeah. in your favor. <laughs> Another reference. Yes. Lots of Hunger Games references. I know. I love Hunger book. Games. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, I have to ask, like, has Ben read the book? Do you know? Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, what was his reaction? <laughs> what you can expect. Okay. <laughs> I mean, pretty typical. I got a couple okay. nasty emails. Oh, perfect. I didn't respond to the last one. I think he called me idiotic in one. I just... Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but you know what? He, he's unhappy I chose to make these things public about him. And okay. It's just, you know, I didn't write it for him. When The day we broke up, I, I stopped making decisions with him in mind. And clearly, because I moved on very quickly. Yeah. But, and it wasn't like written to bash him it was written to tell the truth and i think that's another reason i wanted to write it's like when people break up that are in the public eye it's like you release a statement what we tried to do like well it didn't work and you don't really talk about why it failed and you know if it helps one girl like have the courage to get out of a bad relationship because it's hard i mean it took me like a month and a half to decide like Am I going to break up with this person? Oh, really? Yeah. You were thinking about it for that long? Oh, for a long... Yeah, like, towards the end, I was unhappy, and you know how it is when you're in a relationship. It's like, 
I love him, but it's like not right and I'm not happy. And so if I can just inspire one girl to just be like any, anybody have the strength to, to make, do what you wow. got to do to make yourself happy. That's nice. Yeah. Do you, um, I know that reality Steve came out saying that you would be the winner in your season early on. Do you think that added to like kind of a hatred surrounding your character? I definitely think so. Um, he spoiled my season pretty early on. And as soon as that happened, I woke up and I had paparazzi outside my door. And most of the contestants don't live in Los Angeles. Oh. And so I didn't even think about that being an element to after the show. And Oh, because was it Scottsdale? There would be no right. paparazzi. Or Texas. or Yeah. And so I'm in L.A. Oh. and I'm getting hounded, like people running up to my door. Um, and, and then it, once it, like, I was on the cover of Us Weekly, like, Maneater, and all these stories started coming out, people started, you know, I had, I had dated actors, like, yeah. people were selling stories on me that I had never met, and I think that the tabloids running with the show at the same time, it was like a perfect storm, wow. and I was sitting in the middle of it, and I couldn't say a word. Like, watch your life, like, crumble in front of you and your relationship fall apart and have to sit there and say nothing. Well, you're on the cover of tabloids. Yeah. And people are, like, calling you out. And, like, people would write things on blogs and then it would turn into a story. And I'm like, this is some stranger. Like, just crazy stuff. Like, how it spreads. It's it's unbelievable. There was such, like, a public, like, hatred towards you during the show. Yeah. How did you reconcile that? I really was beat down and I was starting to feel depressed and reclusive and I just like found the strength within and my family, I leaned on my family and my friends and I just realized at the end of the day, like this will pass, this too shall pass and I will be okay. It will go away. And then it it did. It just one day, you know, after Ben, like well after our breakup, like people stopped recognizing me. Oh, really? Paparazzi stopped noticing me and it just, I got my life back. Weird. And then I wrote this book <laughs> and I was like, you know, d- during the time I was writing yeah. it, it was so cathartic for me just to be like, you know, I got through this. <laughs> wow. What was the hardest part to write? Like I, section? I think probably the breakup part and the breakup time. Okay. And like, re- like I went through all my old, old journals and I actually watched my season for the first time and having to rewatch like the proposal and cause that was very real for me. Yeah. And it's when I go through breakups, I deal with it by like out of sight, out of mind. So I really had to address it head on. And, and I really realized some like patterns in my dating and what kind wow. of guys I'm picking. And so that was really helpful yeah. just to like really take a look, hard look at myself and be yeah. like, why are you dating these kind of people? <laughs> well, I was shocked also to read about your childhood with your mom, like not letting you like <laughs> shave during puberty. But <laughs> puberty was awful for me. I I'm see- Italian. I believe you. <laughs> So, you know, you have the dark eyebrows. On eyebrow. The, it's like, eyebrow. Oh, <laughs> unibrow. I kept calling unibrow. My mom wouldn't let me, oh, yeah, anything. But also, like, your mom, like, teaching you not to trust men. You know, when you're that age, you trust everything your parents say because you yes, have to. I did. Yeah. When did you start realizing that maybe she wasn't correct about that? Well, I mean, my dad's amazing. And they've been married for 34 years. And, like, he's, like, a saint. Like, he just loves her so much. Like, oh. they still have that spark. Um, But I think... Probably when I was like, probably about 16 and I started dating and I was like, this is fun. Like, <laughs> like I, I was like, I don't care if they're men or pigs. I'm not looking to get married right now. I just yeah. want to have fun. And 
I was always just like this hopeless romantic, romantic. I think because she was so much that way, I went so far the other way. Okay. <laughs> you know? That's very funny. I was a little boy crazy. So I'm sure she was not like happy with you being well, on the like, show. I was like undercover. Yeah, she was not happy. She was like, Courtney, you don't have a hard time meeting guys, which I, I don't. But yeah. I haven't found guys like that wanted like a serious commitment. I mean, I'd had boyfriends, but, like, my seven-year relationship and a two-year relationship, they both said, like, I don't know if I believe in marriage. And oh, that's, a lot, that's a lot of time. It's a long time. Wow. And so now I have, like, a three-, four-month cap where it's, like, I can kind of tell if it's going somewhere. Sure. If not, then... Sh- Are you in one now? I'm totally single. Okay. And I'm, like, been so busy with the book, and, like, I'm finally getting some time to date. Yeah, you've been on a lot of outlets. The big tours. I was in New York, (laughs) and I've been just, like, so busy, and it's been so fun, but I'm finally having some time, and I've met some interesting guys, but it's just finding the time and the energy. It's it's, Dating can get exhausting. It does. First dates are terrifying and exhausting and amazing. Yeah, and I'm finally, like, embracing it. Like, I used to hate it, and now I'm like, this is kind of fun. Like, you meet someone you're really excited about. Totally. Do people still have a strong reaction to you when you go out? Not really. Like you said, it just kind of went away. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, with the book, I've been noticing a little bit of, like, oh, hey, you know, oh, you were on the show. But because just because it's in the the public again. But it just went away. That's wild. Because people's opinion of you was so strong for, like, I guess, briefly. And, like, even, like, guys I meet, they don't, most guys don't watch the show. And they don't know about it. So they're, like, once they hear about it, they're, like, oh, my God, I can't imagine you being a villain. Yeah. Like, I have to explain it to them. And. That gets there exhausting. is editing. Yeah, that gets a little tiresome. And, yeah, and you know what? I told a lot of my friends I've told I was interviewing you. They said, oh, Ben, season, he was so boring. <laughs> and you know, like, what if, like, the batch was boring? They got to pump the villain up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that helped your cause. It didn't. It definitely didn't. I had people from the show saying stuff like that to me. And <laughs> I was like, well, gee, thanks. I got kind of thrown under the bus. But, oh, you know, it was, you know, I did find love, so I can't be too okay. upset about it. It's very optimistic. I, I, I just, hey, the glass, glass is half full, in my opinion. I just That's I nice. Know. Yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> I mean, I can't, if I chose to be down about it, it would. You'd stay t- down forever. I'd stay down. Yeah. And I know that your modeling career was down for a while after the show. Has it come back? It definitely totally took a nosedive. And yeah. that was so hard for me. And I had been there being like, I thought I fell in love with a successful model. And I got to travel with you. And I'm like, yeah, you did. But. I didn't expect this to happen. Um, yeah. I need your support, but um, I've been I've been booking commercials, which is great because that's like you get mailbox money, and that's what yeah. I love to do. It's just a numbers game. I go out on so many commercial auditions, and to actually book one, it's hard. But I booked uh, three last year, so oh great, that saved me. And with the book and. Yeah, cool. I'm not really doing print modeling anymore. Oh, okay, yeah. I I liked hearing about your. Uh, for everybody watching, Courtney booked her initial job with Abercrombie & Fitch mm-hmm. while working in the store. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I wanted the discount on the clothes. They're so expensive. Out, yeah, with a modeling contract. I felt like <laughs> modeling was something that just like happened to you. And like a, in a fantastic way. And I was so bad at school, like horrible. My parents were like, focus on art. Like, you know, I was like doing photography and graphic yeah. design. They're like, just focus on that. She's <laughs> horrible at math. And so I was working in the store for five twenty-five an hour and it kind of found me modeling. That's and it amazing. was like a miracle because I was like doing summer school and like really just like, I hope I can graduate. Ugh. And then I found this like career that was like, just amazing and, and now you're a best-selling author <laughs> i know i've had it's been an Tell interesting ride i know yeah. she's so proud of me so if modeling hadn't happened what do you think you would have be doing 
probably graphic design. Oh, really? Something creative. I've always, yeah, I paint, and that's more of a hobby for me. Are you me. paint? I do. I, I'm what do you In paint? my free time, I do. It's all, in, like, um, stencil art, so it's, like, I have, like, in my living room, like, this is where the magic happens with, like, a oh, very, very cool. bright heart, and it's time-consuming. It's, like, detail-oriented, but it's a, more of a hobby. Oh, that's so surprising. Yeah. Amazing. I know. <laughs> it is surprising. People are always surprised, but that was my background. I, I did... My parents made me focus on being artistic rather than oh wow struggling. And in another thing that did not come out in the show—that's like artistic side of you. Yeah, and and they showed me in my pack hometown package, like you know my paintings and like going to the farmers market, like what my life was really like and what was actually shown yeah. was just a fraction of oh. that. So yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow, but oh weird, I know, I, <laughs> it was horrible. Oh my god! So you co-wrote this with uh, Deb Bear, is a bear? Yeah. Dead bear. Great. Did you know her beforehand? Um, I didn't actually. I we met through this. I was looking for someone to help me write it, and yeah. she's now one of my best friends. Really, she knows everything about me. And <laughs> well, clearly, <laughs> too much. I actually just gave her my diaries from forever. Really, and my old cell phones. Like she went through everything. And oh, you have text saved. Well, there's oh, text in there. You're one of those girls. <laughs> emails. Well, they're all on my old phone. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, there. I put a lot of that stuff in the book. Oh, I forgot that people did that. Yeah. Saving. Sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know. And she was like going through some of my texts. She's like, I saw a nude picture. I'm like, oh gosh. I'm sorry. Just keep scrolling. Fantastic. So did you guys have the discussion like how much is too much to share? We were like giggling. We had so much fun writing this. We were like, we wrote it at, like a coffee bean. It like, was the two of you like together typing. Yeah, just giggling. Oh, like right. Left hand and right hand. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> exactly. Well, and I, I would just sit there and I would tell her. You know, we went through the whole show and we watched wow. it together and we took notes. And I actually wrote the first, the proposal chapter before I met her. And I just said, Hey, like, here's what I've got. Like, let's see, you wow. know, can you clean this up and let's yeah. work on this together? And her, she just got my voice and my sense of humor. And it, it, it was took, funny. Yeah. And she's good. a fan of the show. So she had seen every episode oh, and really? every season, which I think made a huge difference. Did she think of you as a villain beforehand? She did. But oh, really? She, she liked me too, though. She was like, I knew from night one when you stepped out that he was going to pick you. And I was like, really? I'm like, I don't, they did a pretty good job of throwing people off. But wow. so she's, she's been great. And, um, so her opinion of you drastically changed. Oh, yeah. And they were like, she's like friends with my family. I'm friends with her family. Oh. Like it was so much fun. Oh, that's a nice little, like, plus. <laughs> I know, and it's funny because she used to work in the tabloid world. Like, she was working in a tabloid. Really? When I, um, yeah, when I was going through that. Like, she was in charge of, like, the covers that were coming out on me, and she's like, I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad. now. I'm like, and like I said, I'm like, you can't, I don't hold grudges right. against anybody. I'm like, I can't, like, stop apologizing. That's very healthy, yeah. Like, that was your job. Like, I get it. Like, I was an easy target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said it yourself. You said things that made it easy for them. I did. And yeah. I, I I don't blame the edit. It's just, I can't. I said those things. <laughs> and, like, if you were worrying about it, you it, you couldn't stop. It, 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 it happened, you know? Yeah, it happened. Exactly. It's <laughs> totally. Like, so moved on from it. And, like, I guess people keep asking me, like, oh, would you want to be The Bachelorette? And, like... No, like I, like I, I don't want people to think I'm like hung up on totally. that time or the show. It's yeah. just for me, it was like here's the whole story and sure. and scene, <laughs> and there it is, and there it is. Yeah. Oh my god! So what is next for you? 
Um, you know, I'm just I'm, I might write a second book. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe more, like the telling all is over. So, sure. like a romance novel or something, oh, novel. something steamy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think. Hmm, where would you find inspiration? <laughs> I know. I mean, there's a lot of stories I did not make the book. Okay. Um, but it's easier to tell those stories when it's called fiction. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's so much more that I could put in. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to dating and. I'm just turned 31, so I have baby fever, of course. Oh, uh, okay. But there's no rush. I mean, if I find Mr. Right, um, so oh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to dating and taking a vacation. <laughs> oh, great. Well, this was so much fun. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for I having know. me. And You're everybody, awesome. Courtney's on the market. Ooh, I know. <laughs> Everyone's trying to set me up with people. I'm like, I got oh, this. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see everybody next time. Thank you. From managing editor Jason Squamata, executive producers Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to bookcircleonline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at bookcircleonline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO, join the circle.